for real stories on how global business gets done. This is Supply Chain Unfiltered, presented by the Institute for Supply Management. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Melanie Stern for ISM, and it's another episode of Supply Chain Unfiltered. And we are broadcasting from ISM World 2023 conference in Grapevine, Texas. That's just outside of Dallas and having a good old time and uh, taking in a lot of great information and new insights. And as part of that, sitting here with me is uh, Jeff Cohen, VP of Sales for Cambian Carbon. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having oh, me. Yeah, no, happy to have you. Um so you are, uh, I'm going to say, on the, in a way, on the cutting edge of sustainability, and we all appreciate that. Um, am I understanding right? So Cambium Carbon is a wood reuse platform, and and where did where did all this come from? Yeah, great question. I, I love I love talking about it too, and it's been great just at the show here being able to talk to all all the supply chain folks about mm-hmm. the good work we're doing here. But that's that's really the mission that we're on as a brand is to build local regenerative supply chains and okay. to use technology to do that. And wood is is the first problem that we're really trying to solve. The goal being, how do we bring other materials into that fold down the road? But today it's really solving the wood waste problem in the country. So think about trees that fall naturally all throughout the United States. In just our cities alone, it's 36 million times that happens every single year. I had no idea. 90% of that wood gets chipped, burnt, or put in a landfill. It's actually a big liability for cities. It costs almost a billion dollars to deal with every year. And this wood is usable and we are just tossing it away. So we're creating technology and building a new local supply chain around this material and connecting it to partners all across the country to be able to use this instead of traditional conventional wood. So I did check you out on your website. You know I would. Love that. Um, So... You create green jobs, you plant new trees, and you address climate change. So how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like three companies right, doing all of it, right. right? It feels like that sometimes. Uh that that's really the focus of of our company too. That's our big why. Okay. Is address addressing the climate crisis at scale. And that and that can be addressed in a lot of different ways. And we do it through the material that we're bringing to market, which we're calling carbon smart wood. Okay. We're trying to create this sustainability brand and and with it, hopefully, additional green jobs and reshoring manufacturing back to the United States in a lot of ways around this material class for either the built environment or the furniture world. And the way that we do that is Carbon Smart Wood is locally salvaged, locally processed. 15% of its profits go to local community tree planting that's high impact mm-hmm. in communities that are really been decimated by canopy loss and it's all tracked on on our chain of custody software so the material inherently every time it, it moves it funds tree planting so that that is just part of the supply chain it's built in it creates that full circle and with the local jobs that we're talking about Every time we focus on putting more material into the marketplace and building the supply chain, it's local small businesses that benefit from that. And those are folks that are salvaging material from taking trees down to the ones that are turning them into boards and lumber, the sawyers that are drying it as well, and the kiln operators to people that then turn it into millwork or decking, furniture, Mm -hmm. whoever else is involved in that supply chain. And we're doing it all locally and specifically with furniture. 
over the last two decades, uh, last generation, we've seen a lot of the furniture manufacturing in this country just just disappear. You know, um, North Carolina, High Point uh, is the center of a lot of furniture yeah. work and a lot of that manufacturing just has disappeared. Almost 80, 90% of it's disappeared in the last generation. So as we start working with a local material, hopefully that can help, again, Bring restart back. some of that. Yeah, that's the goal. And uh, are you finding that there's opportunities in, I'll say, geographical areas that are harder hit by climate change, meaning, you know, we've got flooding in areas, you've got the sure. fires in the West Coast. Um, so, you know, is that kind of, do you do you follow climate change to identify better markets for yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's not so much about following some of the disaster related right. stuff in general. It's it's about really following where where trees are, right? Well, that's that's <laughs> as simple as that, right? We it's, like trees. Yeah, we love we love <laughs> trees and and I guess the Pacific Northwest and, yeah. and Northern California is probably a good example that you brought up with the with the forest fires. We do a ton of work there because there's a lot of trees that come down mm -hmm. because of forest fires and honestly more that come down because of forest fire prevention. So they they that's true. systematically take down certain trees and we're there to to build a supply chain around that. We're actually working with a big furniture manufacturer right now uh, with Doug Fir, Douglas Fir. It's a mm. softwood. It, it grows in the Pacific Northwest, actually in Oregon. And 100% of the wood that we're supplying for this big national furniture retailer is from forest fire maintenance. And if that wood wasn't diverted, it would literally end up being chipped, burnt, destroyed because there's no offtake for it. Can can you throw out some uh positive carbon footprint numbers? Sure, yeah. Um well each each board foot of carbon smart wood mm -hmm. sequesters about 5.2 pounds of CO2e. So th that is for us uh a story that we tell just with the wood itself okay. being able to sequester versus it ending up chipped and off-gassing and that CO2E just going back into the environment, then we actually have a more advanced algorithm that, that we built out. Um, our impact team is fantastic. That's an entire vertical that we have in our organization that's just dedicated to the science behind this. And we've actually built a, a carbon calculator really? that takes over 2,000 wood species and can tell us how much CO2E goes into that it can potentially sequester based on the makeup of that species, as well as we, we add in the avoided emissions. So instead of procuring wood from this carbon intensive supply chain, we're now procuring it from this local supply chain and the wood only had to move 50 miles instead of 4,000 miles. And so that, that goes into the CO2E number as well. And then the last part of it is the, the carbon benefit from the tree planting. So when you think about being able to take 15% of the proceeds and put it back into tree planting, that's also part of that, that positive carbon story so that we're actually creating a wood product that is the most sustainable wood product on the planet that is carbon negative when it's all said and done because of the way the supply chain set up. So the great news here is that we can build this supply chain that prioritizes people and the environment, right? as well as giving customers and clients and their employees this amazing local feel-good story of right. being able to put money back into their local communities and being able to bring in new green jobs. So it's it's a really so it's a really big win. Your business model is circular. Exactly. It's yes. Really cool. Hundred um, percent. So I'm hearing lots of rumblings uh, over here at the conference about 
this carbon smart wood challenge. What is that? Yes, this is what we're really excited about. And we actually we actually announced this yesterday during the talk that we gave, uh, which again was very excited to be part of that history. And the Carbon Smart Wood Challenge is probably about two years in the making yeah. and, and and almost a year in the making with ISM, but it's three organizations coming together. It's ISM from the preeminent supply chain, <laughs> you know, NGO in the space. Yeah. With the World Resource Institute, which again, for natural resources, that's the player that we want as a partner for this that really does a great job in, in making sure that the planet is going to be the same the same way it is today right. in the next generation. Um, and then our, our company, Cambium Carbon. So the three of us have been working together on this initiative that, that just launched yesterday for, for corporate partners and buyers. And really what it is, it's, it's the coming together of cities of suppliers and our demand partners, which are our corporate buyers of the material. Mm. And they're coming together to say, we are going to make procurement commitments to use carbon smart wood in whatever way that we need to use wood. I mean, wood's a massive business. It's a $200 billion business in this country alone. I mean, it's it's everywhere, but not not every company sees it as a material part of their business or their sustainability mission. Furniture company, sure, that's a big part of what they do, and it's a big part of their sustainability story. But you know, even a, a company like big financial service company, you go, well, what do they use wood for? Well, they have offices, they have desks, right. they have conference tables, they have all these other things and ways they can get involved where they can take a, a very small step into that into that world. So we're bringing together the suppliers and those partners to make these commitments. And what we're doing is creating the Carbon Smart Wood Challenge that takes all these commitments together and reports on them. And we work together to create bigger and better commitments around this to grow the supply chain and, and really continue to do all the good work that we're doing right now. Uh, with the World Resource Institute, we actually had our, our call out to cities that happened about two months ago. Mm -hmm. We had lots of cities that applied for it. We've got our first cohort that we're going to announce real soon. And the idea is to think about a city and we're doing an initial project right now with the city of Philadelphia. Right. And if you think about the city of Philadelphia, all the wood that used to come to the organic, organic recycling center would just get chipped. And if those wood chips didn't get picked up by, by local uh, landscape companies or individual homeowners, well, they just sit there and eventually they end up in a landfill. And actually, every once in a while, that wood chip pile would catch on fire. And then the city of Philadelphia would have to deal with that. And it was a huge cost center for them. So we've partnered with them and a uh, another organization that's a workforce development organization called PowerCore. And we're actually building out a facility there to saw, dry, and manage their wood waste and then have that lumber go back into the local community. And the idea there is... The Carbon Smart Wood Challenge is setting up hubs just like that, where we've got Philadelphia on board. We've got suppliers that are working to make sure that material is processed and dried properly and stacked and turned into lumber. And then we work with various offtake partners. So in Philadelphia, we're working with a couple of different furniture companies, and we're working with this, the city and the DOT to be offtake partners for that. And that creates that, that full supply chain out of something that was a huge liability for them previously. So as we bring on these cities, we continue to grow out the demand partners and the suppliers in a really unique and organic way. So it's so very exciting. How would you suggest um, uh, a listener take part in what you have to offer or find out 
more information on how they can get involved and uh, support what you do? Yeah, great. Um, well, I would I would tell them number one, you know, they can go to our website and find out more just about our company. But we also have a separate website just for the challenge. It's okay. uh, carbonsmartchallenge.com. And they can listen to everything about why we're doing this, who's involved, find out more about ISM's involvement, WRI, and just how folks can can be a part of that. And I think that's the best place. And that's where we're really capturing some of that that information for people that are really excited about it and want to learn more and be part of this. Uh, so I would say the carbonsmartchallenge.com is the best place to start. And really anybody you know that is in this space that wants to even hear more about how these local supply chains are impacting their neighborhood or their community, or it could even help them in any small way. Like we encourage that. It doesn't have to be the biggest wood buyers on the planet that get involved. It can be anybody at any level. It's just about taking that, that next step. And in one of the, in one of the talks I I heard, Oh, you know, the guy was making the comparison to Mount Everest, mm-hmm. right? And just saying that when you look at the top of Mount Everest, it, it's a lot. But if you look just 10 feet in front of you, that's an easy step to make. And that's that's what we encourage people. Awesome. Thank you. Really, really insightful and really positive. Yeah. So thank you, Jeff Cohen, VP of Sales for Cambian Carbon, being our guest today on Supply Chain Unfiltered. Keep it here. Check out more podcasts to uh, get more information that uh, you find valuable and will definitely change your life. I'm Melanie Stern for ISM. Thanks for tuning in. 